You should be thinking how to make money, even though saving money is important. It doesn't mean you should go and, and throw money around, right? I'm saying always be thinking in how to make more money versus I, how to save more money. I, All right, everybody, welcome to episode number 31 of Mislabeled. I uh, hope everyone is doing well. We have a very special guest. I'm actually very, very excited for this podcast. Um, it's different than most of the podcasts we've done so far. It's more of a business-type podcast, um, though it's also a little bit of a unique business-type podcast, so I'm going to explain it in a minute. But before we do that, um, we have with us Sam Jacobs. Um, which we'll get into more exactly who Sam is and everything about him. But uh, Zach, firstly, how you doing? I'm doing good. It's Thanksgiving today. I know. Yeah. I Zach's, dro- Zach's munching on the, the sushi. Oh, yeah. Zach has been munching on the sushi. Yeah. <laughs> and on I, the pod. Uh, Zach on the pod. Is, was super excited to come in on Thanksgiving and shoot a pod. <laughs> uh, when I got that text, I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but we had a good guest. So I was like, Zach, no, uh, you know, no choice here. You got to show up. So uh, thank God. Thank you, Zach. Um, Sam, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Awesome. Thanksgiving, you know, it doesn't really make a difference to me. Thank God, choose my own hours. That's the best. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know everyone's eating the turkey tonight. You know, yeah. I, I don't know what I'll be doing. Probably eating pizza. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm more of a pizza guy rather than. Uh, Are you gonna turkey. call it a Thanksgiving dinner though, and just eat pizza? I think it's gonna like a pizza giving. Does that. that make sense? Does your family celebrate Thanksgiving? We used to. I mean, on and off depends on the vibe, but it's a good family get together. Usually. I love it. No, yeah. I grew up super yeshivish, so like super right wing for them. So like Thanksgiving is like not a thing. Like we don't do anything like yeah. on purpose, like nothing. <laughs> we don't get together. It's, it's like, like an Avera. Right. It's yeah. like we get together on Shabbos. Like we don't get together on Thanksgiving. Yeah. The line so, I always used to hear was when you're a yid, every day is Thanksgiving. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah, but we don't treat it like that. <laughs> <laughs> and I like turkey. Why can't we eat turkey? Yeah. Anyways, I want to get right into things. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's important. Um, so Sam... If I'm not mistaken, and obviously we're going to get into this, you know, and and hear from you yourself, but this is not just a story of someone who obviously has been successful and has made money. There's a lot of people that are successful and make money that I know, uh, but this story is a little bit of a unique one because the business that Sam's in, I think, is more of an entrepreneurial and unique business than uh, what every other Jew is in, which is healthcare, real estate, (laughs) and like... Amazon, I guess, like and cash advance. Those are like the typicals. Um, I I don't know much about exactly what you're in, but I did see your uh, Instagram page. Obviously, I looked through it briefly and it's clear that you're not in any of those. Mm. So I thought that was very interesting and you've been very successful. So anytime we could introduce something new uh, to a younger audience or even an older audience for that matter that, you know, need a Parnassa and are looking to are ambitious and hungry and want to make money. and, you know, I, that's something I really think is important. So that's really why I brought Sam on. So let's just get started here. Sam, first of all, where are you from? So I grew up in Queens. Okay. And now live in Long Island, five towns. I uh, love it here. It's great. Different type of people. Totally different vibes. Uh, but yeah, currently live here now. Where did you grow up in Queens? On Main Street. Fjordan Hills. On wow. Main Street? Like two blocks away. Um Right by all the pizza stores and everything like that, all the food stores, great stuff there. Shout out Bukharans. Yeah, <laughs> and then uh, then I moved here uh, about three years ago. My dad found a really great property, and okay. my dad's pretty quick when he makes 
the right decisions, and it was a great decision that he made. Uh, been loving, loving it here. It's great. It sounds like, based on what you just said, that your dad is good at making uh, quick decisions. There's there's an aspect of making quick decisions and decisive decisions in business, by the way, yeah. that maybe you got from your dad. I, I don't know, but Dude, that is a thing. That's huge. That's yeah. huge. Like I, I see some people, like they want to get into business, they'll think about it for a year yeah. and then put in one week of work and then right. quit. Right. <laughs> like, like you got to just jump into things sometimes. Mm-hmm. If you feel it's the right thing to do, jump into it. But more importantly is to stick to it, you know, and I see this a lot with the younger generation. They always want the quick fix, you know, get rich quick. Right. So they get into a business and then you just like they stop after a week, two weeks of work. Right. They got to stick to it. Like I have a rule, six month rule. Any business or venture you get into six month minimum of hard, dedicated work. Do not stop until you get to what you want. <laughs> Label's pointed at me because Label has the exact same rule. And that's the rule we have for the pod. I literally told Zach that we're giving this a minimum of six months minimum. with this podcast. And we started, by the way, and we had Chag in between. We started this again. This is a fresh pod. We've been thinking about literally like redoing the episodes and going back to like like the first 20, which I did without Zach and before I revamped and put together a whole team and everything to like just start it again. Like this would be episode 11, um, which I probably will end up doing. But either way, so you grew up on Main Street. And where did you go to Yeshiva? I'm going to eat my sushi. I went to Yeshiva. Yesterday for high school. Oh, elementary? Uh, that was high school. Elementary. Yeshiva Went to Yeshiva Katana. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I went to some city schools. Yeah. yeah. It was, you know, I didn't take education for me. My parents were very into that and kind of leads me into like the college. Like college was very big for us. Very really? big. Yeah. So you went to college? No. no. Oh. This was the whole back and forth with my parents. I because that. that's why that's why I started my business so young. Like I'm 21 right now and I started my business when I was 16. Why did I start that so young? Because of the college aspect. My parents were already coming on me like, yo, you got to go to college, right? Like most, most, you know, good parents are like, hey, we want right. to make sure you have a job and whatever. And I'm like, what do I got to do to not go to college? I was already looking into the future, you know? You already were like, I don't want to go to college. I was like, no, nah, yeah, I can't. Age. I was like, saying, I was a good student though. I yeah. was getting pretty, I, you know, lowest marks I was getting was like a B in classes. It's so funny because, yeah, I mean, Gary V always talks about this, how... College, again, unless you're going for something very specific, lawyer, doctor, yeah. architect, et cetera, like whatever. At this point, college is, you know, you spend four or five years, shell out 150 grand, and you're kind of left with nothing. It's though, this is why I did it. If you spend those four years trying to make money, you likely will be successful if you're confident in what you're trying to do. And then you've made $150,000 right. in those four years and have a future as opposed to, again, this is for someone who is who is an entrepreneur type mind and, and you know doesn't want to do a specific thing like be a therapist or something where you yeah. need the degrees to get you to where you want to go. Um, but either way, okay. So what is the business that you do? Okay. So very simply, um, I sell online. Okay. If you ever bought something online before, mm-hmm. okay. It may, may be of one of my websites. All right. Many times like you have Amazon, but Amazon only takes about 50% of all online purchases. There's another 50% of websites that make serious money on a day-to-day basis. Okay. When you say another 50% of websites, you're talking about Amazon is one website. You're talking about hundred millions of other businesses Correct. that account for that 50%. Correct. Yeah. There is okay. mil- like probably tens of millions of dollars spent every day online. Of course. Every day. Yeah. Now, what we try say, to do- I would say billions, by the way. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. The number is like mm. flying up every single day. In the next five to 10 years, e-commerce is gonna explode even more. Um, but yeah, we try to get a little bit of all of that, yeah. right? From our own website. It can be the most random things. We can sell the coolest like iPhone cases. So that's right? what I was gonna ask you. That was my next question. When you said Amazon only accounts for 50%, why would someone, uh, is it one thing that you're selling that, 
Amazon is sort of not selling. Mm. Does that make sense? Right. So like, people ask me, like, why don't people just go to Amazon? Mm -hmm. Why are they going to your website? And that's the most important part. You got to be unique. So what we teach is how to find the right product that people are going to say, okay, I want to buy from your website and not go to Amazon. So we try to be unique and be known for something. For example, it could be like cool iPhone cases with your name engraved engraved on it, engraved right? That's a yeah. cool like product, right? It could be anything that Amazon doesn't have or mm -hmm. just you would be known for that and be better at. So these are, the you're not Amazon. basically selling toilet paper because no. people will just go to Amazon and buy right. toilet paper. You're selling there. unique. Unique. Okay. So, so you've never seen those products on TikTok. You're scrolling you're like, oh my God, that's the sickest product ever, right? Those are the products we try to sell where people stop Say wow, that's cool, and then want to buy it. Okay, it's all about capturing attention. I've noticed. I've noticed. I'm wondering. I'm assuming you probably do some advertising through TikTok. Yeah. What I've noticed is TikTok specifically, they're obsessed with like the cool, like trendy item thing. It's mm. you never see ads. I never see ads for like companies I know. It's always like this new back scratcher that like <laughs> lights up and like does like it twerks. Like right. what? Like you know why? Yeah. But so you you're in you're kind of selling some of those things. Yeah. So I'll give you an example. Yeah. One of our recent companies we just exited for a six figure deal. Uh, we sold the company because we thought it was the time to go, and that's why this Black Friday is not going to be as hectic as me as usually it is. Usually last Black Friday we made forty five thousand in a single day. Mm -hmm. It was it was wild. Um, but this Black Friday, we sold all our companies, three three exits in the last few months. But this company was called Cloudy Sharks. Cloudy Sharks sells these really cool Crocs. It's kind of like Crocs, but as like a shark. Uh, I'll, I'll pop up a picture, but it's it's pretty cool. Um, we sold almost a million dollars worth of it just posting videos on TikTok about What's the product? product? Let me see if I can pull it up. But basically, it's kind of like Crocs. Okay. But it's different than Crocs. It's it's called Cloudy Sharks, like similar to Crocs. It's like has like these cool shark slides on it. It's a really cool website. Okay, so just so I'm understanding correctly, you basically, why do you have multiple websites as opposed to just having one website with all your products on it? You right. said you sold three different companies, which I presume is three different websites that are bringing in Here's income. The site, these are Cloudy Sharks. Yeah. Okay, cool. Cool. This is a chicks probably buy this, right? Yeah, girls, no, guys, are guys, guys, guys also, I, I wear them in my house. Really? Yeah. They're so comfortable. You just got married also. Yeah. So there's no problems there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, bye. We share, we share. <laughs> okay, cool. No, but they're the comfiest things and, and the sales just went wild. And because we were just posting videos on TikTok that were going viral, we literally were getting free traffic. How much are those? Uh, we sell them for like 40 bucks, 30 okay, bucks. Okay, yeah. No, that's I'm, 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 I'm coming in, with, like I said, told you And we get the them for 10 bucks. I'm going to come in with like the dumbass questions maybe. Yeah. Like the, I just don't know how this shit works, but like, you're not manufacturing like some you bought a company you bought this company and then sold it yeah well no he didn't not, buy it. i didn't buy it you didn't buy the company but people do buy companies like this and then scale it up and sell so it if again. you didn't buy this company then where did this company come from you made this company yeah we literally you invented went, cloud sharks yeah we went to shopify.com literally built a website it takes about an hour or two to build a website like that mm -hmm. sometimes longer depending on your expertise and then you can literally choose any product. You know what AliExpress is? Yeah, sure. Alibaba. Alibaba, oh, AliExpress, yeah. same yeah. similar thing. We go on AliExpress. We could choose any product we want, put it on our, our website for a higher price. Let's say we get it for 10 Why? And then we could sell it for 40 <laughs> I'll tell you why. The product is coming from China. They could buy it from Alibaba directly. They just don't know. They just don't know. Because we branded huh. so well. Our website looks really, really good. And our video ads look great. So when you see that, you don't think about, okay, maybe I'll go to AliExpress. Right. Okay, second dumbass question. <laughs> no, these Aren't are great questions. Worried? Okay, yeah, I think the, I'm going to stop, these I'm gonna stop calling them dumbass questions. Yeah, you're smart. I'll tell Next you why. fucking amazing question. <laughs> I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. <laughs> yeah. I happen to know all the answers to a lot of these questions. 
right? Yeah. But asking them in a natural way is way better, which you are yeah. clearly asking in a natural so, way. Let me ask some questions. So please, not get out this of the is, now, I, You got my gears turning. You know, I like money it's once yeah. in a while. Yeah. I like <laughs> She's getting sushi. want to buy more of it. Um, right. <laughs> why are you even comfortable saying this out loud in public? Isn't any one of your potential buyers who hears this going to say, oh, I'll just go to Alibaba and buy it? Yeah. It probably will. They probably will say that, but I don't really care. Because there's um, enough people who are there, going to buy from your website because it comes down to branded. Yeah. There is there is about there's about ninety nine percent of the world, which is stupid. I'm okay. totally that's a direct board. quote. Direct <laughs> quote. Yes. You guys watching this are probably not stupid because you're you're investing time into learning, right? But there's just people who do not care and do not they're not self aware. Okay. I want to say ninety nine, probably ninety five percent. I'm with you by the way. Right. I say this too so <laughs> the key in the world, if you want to make a lot of money, you gotta you gotta just take the money from the people that aren't that smart. Okay. Yeah, controversial. It's, I'm probably gonna have a lot of hate on this one, but yeah, guys, nice. like Speak this, your truth, man. this is this is the world we're in. There's not a lot of smart people in the world. It is not that hard to become a millionaire in 2022. A million dollars in 2022 is like making 100,000 10 years ago, right? We are we have accessibility to building a website, finding a product that's already out there for 10 bucks, putting our website for 40, making TikTok videos, and literally making almost a million dollars in under six months. Let me ask you Wait, this. Okay, yeah. No, go, go Zach, you go ahead. It sounds a little too good. It sounds a little too easy and a little too good it's, to be true. It's like, not. There must be a lot of, like, what are some pitfalls to okay. this? Like, and, and, be, and because, I asked that because if this was so easy, and I've heard of this, it's called dropshipping. Right. I've heard of this. Yep. I looked into it. Why doesn't everyone do it? Good question. They do. A lot of people try it, okay? Um, I've probably taught thousands and thousands of people how to do dropshipping. And I've seen a lot of people quit within the first month. First of all, they come in with the wrong expectations. They think it's so easy where they just like pop up a website, any product, they make some videos. First of all, their website usually sucks. It looks like a Chinese website. It looks like a little kid made it. And if a customer comes on their website and looks at it like, what the flip is this? It's right. Like there are web- bottlenecks in the, yeah. in the process, which yeah. automatically just You makes- got to look like a real brand. If I don't come onto your website and be like, damn, this is a million dollar company, then why would consumers buy it? A lot of these people, a lot of these kids are making these websites, they're finding products. They wouldn't even sell that product to their mom. So why would a customer down the street buy it? People don't think that there's a customer, there's a consumer on the phone thinking, hey, should I buy this or not? Right. They're not. And they think it's so easy to just convert a customer like that. So you got to think differently. That's the key in any business. You got to be like, okay, what are the customers thinking right now? Am I professional enough? Do I look like a real brand? And then if everything matches up, if your product is good, your website looks great, and your marketing, your video ads are amazing, you will convert customers at scale. What was the reason why you decided to come on this podcast? I think I want to spread more of this message and realize and show people what it really takes. But you told me something that's similar to what you just said in a voice note yesterday. What was that? I told you told me, I, I asked you this yesterday, and you said that our production... Ah. Looks very good. Yes. And that's why you have interest in that. And that's similar to what you're saying of when you look legit, people have, you know, when you go onto a website. Yeah, we're like, mad legit. <laughs> I could play you the voice note if you want. No, you, you know me. what? When I saw this, at the end of the day, like I have a personal brand, right? Social media is is so, so key right now mm-hmm. to grow any business. You know, my dad, he's one of the biggest brokers in Long Island right now. He Brokers for what? For real estate. Okay. Okay. For five towns, stuff like that. Multi or residential? He does all different types. Usually, usually, um, you know, rentals, multifamily, stuff like that. Now, what he he did, he calls himself the the wolf of five towns. 
Okay. okay. He branded his name like that. And he started an Instagram page starting to blow up, right? Because people are calling him in the street, Wolf of Five Towns, right? He created that branding for himself. Like because of social media, he's getting a leads galore. I'm sure. Right. Now the key is that you have to you have to envision what the other people on the other side of the screen are going to be mm-hmm. seeing, right? So if, if I come on to a podcast that they don't even take themselves seriously, it doesn't matter if they have a hundred thousand followers or a thousand followers, it's all about what they believe in, you know? Mm-hmm. And and a lot of people don't even believe in their own business. So why do they why do they deserve to be great? You know? This is something that I think label has in droves is like He's got a little bit of that Kanye. I know Kanye not the most popular person to, to Yeah, he's a huge anti-Semite. No, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> no, if you watch like early videos of Kanye, like when he was actually a little more of a, like a little shayfula, he was like a little younger, he still had that like rock solid belief in his own his own stuff. Label has that. Like label like believed in this product before. I'm starting I'm like very on board now with Miss Label. Now I, I see like we've thank God we had a huge burst of popularity recently. And uh yeah, this dude just has the vision. So like, we're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. But either way, okay, fine. Yeah. So, could you just explain to the average person? Because I don't think we 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 harnessed on this. Jack uh, Zach just said it, right? Harnessed. Your business is dropshipping, right? Yeah. Okay. Could you explain to the average person that's listening right now who doesn't know anything about dropshipping, yeah, specifically what, what dropshipping? dropshipping is? Okay, sure. So, dropshipping is selling your product without you touching it online. How does that work? So, once we get orders from our website, someone in China. Our supplier sends the product straight from there to the customer. I don't touch it. I'm the middleman. I find a product that looks great for 10 bucks. I put it on my website, for example, for 40. And then once I get an order, I get that $40 in my pocket, right? And I'm left over with 30 because I have to pay my supplier 10 bucks. And it automatically, the, the, the order automatically goes through to China. Yeah. You don't have to they, place that order. They're already in the store. They connect you. They connect to the store. Why would they agree to that though? They're they're making their they're making their one two dollars on the product. They get it for eight. They sell it for you. It's 10. China, bro. So you're it's actually China. helping them because at the end of the day, <sighs> dropshipping these American dropshipping companies are helping the Chinese people who are selling them make money because yeah, exactly. they're making more orders. Yeah, I mean, think about it, Gucci. Okay, they're selling these hoodies for twelve hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. How much do you think it's costing them? Thirty bucks. Thirty bucks, right? They're doing the same similar thing except they have stock. Okay, they're designing it, yeah, but they're paying thirty bucks, right? They're getting it for thirty. They, right, bucks. but they are designing it. They are like designing they're working it. directly. What do you with mean? Those. What do you mean they're doing the same thing? They're they're kind of drop shipping it, yet they're manufacturing it. They're just yeah, adding okay. extra step. Yeah, okay, but I mean, I I understand what you're saying, but you're saying they're drop shipping it because there's a big spread. That's basically what you're saying. Well, basically, but that's every company in the world. Every company in the world. Every but, company is doing this, except. But we're dip- selling but products that's already out there. But there's also a difference. The the distinct difference is the fact that Gucci's handling all the inventory. Okay. That's a huge difference. We're the whole also- advantage to you could do this with Gucci, technically. I mean, Gucci probably won't allow you to be a middleman. Right. But in theory, you could go buy a hundred Gucci sweaters, mark them from twelve hundred up to eighteen hundred, and then sell them, and you'll make a six hundred dollar profit. But that's not the advantage. Right. The advantage is that you don't touch the product. That's the awesome part. Well, that's the whole thing. Aren't that's why also I like some it. companies, like for example, you're buying off of Alibaba and AliExpress. These like small companies, like no. the Cloud Sharks. Oh, um, yeah. There were there. Would like for example, would you be able to do this with a Gucci or even Nike? So don't, aren't we, there laws about that? Yeah, you can't, not, just re, you can't open up a website and sell Gucci. Right, we're not allowed to sell branded items, and we don't want to sell bright branded items because right. the profit margins are not that great. If we're gonna, let's say, we strike a deal with Gucci, or they have a wholesale account with them, mm-hmm. and people do this, like they instead of a thousand dollars, they get the sweater for four hundred or five hundred dollars, mm-hmm. and they sell it for seven hundred, make two hundred dollars. We try to aim for like four x margins, or at least 
two to three X margin. If we're getting for 10, we're getting for 10. We want to sell for 20, 30, 40, something like that. Um, but yeah, we don't really sell that type of stuff. It's not worth it for us. Do you try all the products yourself before? Like when you're going shopping on Alibaba right. for your next, you know, item that your product that you're going to sell, are you like, is your like apartment just like filled with like random shit that you've bought and be like, well, look, I'm going to check out, you know, you got to taste all the stuff before you start selling it. So usually not. We just look at the reviews on AliExpress mm. and see if they, people liked it. But if we are going to start advertising it on TikTok, we have to order it from Amazon and we're going to try it out and make videos. We don't even order it from Amazon. Talk to me about your videos. Yeah. You, you, you've mentioned the videos a lot and it sounds like you have a TikTok presence, which I, I checked out your Instagram and that's very well done and well made. What, what, talk to us about your TikTok. What are, you, what are you doing on TikTok for these advertisements? So our method is very simple. We either run advertisements for these products or we do something called organic. Okay. Organic means you're just making videos on TikTok or Instagram that go viral, right? Just like this podcast, you guys are making videos, they're going viral. Like you're not spending money on marketing, right? Right. So that's what we've been doing for every website that we create. We make a TikTok account and then for that website, for that website and we just start making videos. And if the videos are good and the products, wow, it's going to go viral. What are the videos? Are they, are we talking about like influencers using it? Is it just a, a basic studio yeah. uh, shot of the product? The coolest part is that it, it can be done in a bedroom. Yeah. Right? It's like... This whole business is run out of a, could be run out of a bedroom. Dude, I'll give you an example. Let's say we were selling those, uh, you know, custom iPhone cases. Okay, mm -hmm. You guys seen those custom iPhone cases, put your name on it. Right? Cool holiday gift. All you got to do is get like a name of Jake for the iPhone case and just like take a video like... Like like some cool music in the background, or like a video like that can go viral. But do they go viral? I mean, there's so much content on TikTok. Like, like have you had to learn like the secrets of virality on TikTok and like yeah. what what works? You have For any sure. tips on that? For sure. Uh, with TikTok and all these stuff, it's all about like controversy, right? You want to get the customer or the consumer to comment. To like to share it. How do you throw controversy into, let's say, an iPhone case? Yeah. Video? So sometimes we do like. Um, like, oh my God, like someone wanted a refund, but look how beautiful it is. And then like everyone in the comments like, what? why would that customer want a refund? It's such a cool case. I want it, right? Something stupid, Smart. right? That like gets people to comment. And there's so many ways of doing it. Usually what we do is for launching a website, we look at people that are already viral on TikTok and we replicate their videos, but with our niche. Smart. Right? That's and and that's, what, smart. that's what business Zach, is. what have I told you? Same thing. Same thing. Said, stop reinventing the wheel. Stop reinventing the wheel. Exactly. Like yeah. this is something people, you know, people try to become the next Elon Musk. I'm going to invent this new thing. The problem is, and I used to be like this when I was a teenager. I was like, oh my God, I want to be an, a new, I want to be an inventor. I want to come up with mm -hmm. a new product. Then I realized, why don't I take products that are already out there that are cool and just bring it to the public? So I'm a marketer, right? And that's the key. There's already a solution it for sounds like everything. That is kind of what like the really when it comes down to your your business, you're in the marketing business. For sure. You're not you're not a product inventor or creator. You're you're a marketing person. Yep. He's having an eye for what he thinks he yeah. could market that'll get people have that'll spike interest in people. He's simply right. making you're making nicer websites and you're making a better customer experience and it, it makes the the item seem more valuable, more cautious, and here's you're on your way. Do you um First of all, what do you think is the long-term viability of a business like this? Mm. Right? Like, is this something, again, you, the, the market- Are you an ice cruncher guy? I love ice. You like I'm crunching a, ice? Something that, about like the chills. coffee. I wish they came out with ice that was coffee flavored. 
They probably someone you, has probably thought of that. You could sell that from Alibaba. Has that? Brand. There you go. So what I'm gonna do right? <laughs> no, after my this, ideas. I'm gonna do literally after this. I'm gonna go to AliExpress and be like ice, uh, ice that has coffee yeah. flavor in it, and then let's say I can get it for a dollar for a pack of uh, a pound of ice. I'll You'll sell, sell it for, for like five, 20, six, 20. <laughs> I love it. I'm sorry. Yeah, label. So you. what do you think is um, for something like this? Well, first of all, going back, forget about the viability. We could get into that in a second. So you create a new website for each product that each niche that you feel is a niche like you won't have you know uh, the shark things or whatever those shoes were with i don't know camping gear or whatever like those are two separate things that you create a website for mm. distinctly that's a great question so we used to put them together we used to do something called the general store and a general store literally combined all different products together we just had a wow wow store right it was just a trendy cool store but now what we do to separate ourselves to look legit is to have one product or one category per store. You know, for example, let's say you came to a store and they're selling all different types of uh, little tchotchkes, right? It's not as legit. It's not as branded, right? That's the key. It's all about yeah, you perception. Know, yeah, all about perception, how people are going to look at so it. So what, what does that mean? So now that your websites only have one product or one type of product? So we start with one product, one main product. We start to see if that can sell. Once we're at like $100 or $500 a day, We'll start adding similar products to that one product to raise our average order value because it's all about getting a customer to your website and then having them spend as much as money on the website as possible, right? Because if you have a customer, you're spending 50 bucks, it's great. But if you can have the same customer spend a little more, 70 or 100, you could then, you know, your, your company is making an extra 50%. How do you do that though? How do you get them to spend money? By upselling them on another product. Yeah, you can give another product and say, okay, instead of buying one iPhone case, buy another one for your friend, your mom, or whatever it is. Example, at a discounted price. When you go to McDonald's and you order a burger, they always, are, they always offer you fries as well, mm -hmm. right? They mm -hmm. upsell you on fries, fries that, are an, that are an additional two bucks, or you go anywhere and they get for you sides or whatever it is. That's how they make, that's really how they make I've money. I've upsold stuff in my life. I'm sure you have. Yeah, I'm sure you well, have. I used to sell weed. Okay, there you go. <laughs> then you would offer another gram for half the price if you take it. No, you offer the edibles. You always get them on the edibles. Okay, there you go. There Many you go. companies today make the money on the upsells. 100%. They lose probably yeah. on the initial sale. Yeah, McDonald's, just, like you're saying, McDonald's, 100%. they it's lose famous. money on their initial sale yeah. and they make their money on their fries. Also, you have to calculate the long term uh, the long term profit of a customer. Just getting, once a, to get a customer to pull out their credit card is the hardest thing, right? You could get them to give you an email, whatever, but to pull out the credit card and enter the numbers and officially transfer money is the hardest thing. Once they do that, you can tell me if I'm wrong. Once they do that and they're happy with the product, the odds of them coming back and ordering another product from you jumps significantly. This is like scientific data. This is not, yeah, yeah, it sure. make, and it makes sense. It it's makes not, sense. It, yeah. it's not, you know, if you buy a good pair of pants from somewhere or whatever and you're happy with it, you're gonna go back. Speaking of, we gotta talk about this on the pod. How are you enjoying your new $120 Lululemon oh, pants? God, God. I, you should know something. I, I had a big problem with Lululemons because they weren't fitting me and they still don't fit me amazing. But You don't tailor them? I'm not, I don't tailor $120 pair of pants. If they don't fit me, the hell with this. Throw these things. Like, I'm right. not buying it. It's come to the point where the Five Towns label would be embarrassed to show his face at, at Shul and Ki at a Kiddish without oh. the Lululemons. Like, they're like, you're, they're key to Bro, the high society. I'll tell you why here. it's such BS because I am so late to the Lululemon game. The Lululemon game has been around for two years and I've gone without them for a long time. So I'm actually very comfortable with, mm, yeah. like, and everyone else is wearing them, and they're the same price. So, yeah. Either way, by the way, but just to show you how much I'm conscious about this, they have a sale. Today's Thanksgiving, Black Friday. They have a sale where they're on sale for 78 bucks, and I just bought them two weeks ago. So I just ordered them again. I'm going to return the ones Smart. that I bought for 128 and That's how you Jew. <laughs> right? that's, that's how you do it. That's how you do it. I do it. I'm big um, fan. Big so fan. let me ask you, 
another thing. Um, how would you tell anyone? First of all, how did you learn this? Because I, I know that there's a lot of people, influencers pushing this. Did you learn this from, say, a Ty Lopez, a Grant Cardone, someone like that, that you took a course and you learned that? Because I, I, I'm familiar with them. Was that how you got there? Because that would be very fascinating to me because a lot of people uh, feel that these guys are scammers, blah, blah, blah. And I actually don't fully think they're scammers. Maybe, obviously, they're pushing it for their own brand, but I have mixed feelings on it. I don't think it's as simple as people want to say. So I'm curious to know where you where you learned it from and what your feeling is on what I just said. Yeah, so the way I learned dropshipping, first of all, was YouTube. Okay, that was like the first way I started. Um, but I think when people invest in themselves um, into the right mentor, into the right course, it's more of just uh, the information they're going to get. It's more of that they're committing to something, right? If let's say you were going to spend $1,000 on a program that was going to teach you how to make money online, you're going to take it a lot more seriously than watching a few free videos on YouTube, right? Mm -hmm. It's more of like a side hustle or a side thing versus, okay, I'm going to start taking this seriously. So I started with YouTube videos and then um, I invested in my first mentor uh, who was going to teach me, like, if you want to do anything great, you got to learn from someone who has what you want, right? Sure. I did this in the gym when I, I, I used to be this skinny, skinny, skinny kid. Um, and I want to like get some get some muscle on. Still me. are, bro. Yeah, I'm messing. No, with I I, I want to get even bigger. Um, I love it. But what I did was I literally went to the gym, and I have, one of my friends was with me. I'm like, watch this. I went to the biggest guy in the gym, I'm like looking around. Yo, this guy's like three three sizes on me. I'm like, damn. I go to this guy, and I'm like, yo, how much you charge for yeah. personal training? Yeah. Right. And I'm like, okay, booked. I've just started to work with him, right? Because if you want something, right. look at someone who has it. Pay them whatever it is. Obviously, if you have the funds. With, in learned. terms of your this guru, his mentor, was this someone like a YouTube course, or was you found a actual person in your in like some community in person? Um, so I, I he was on social media. He was posting his his results. It's so important. There's a lot of people who are just selling these courses and stuff. They're not actually do what they they are teaching. It's that's the number but one. He posted thing. results. He posted so he results knew that he was doing good. Yeah, and that's something I'm very big on. Like my personal brand, like my social media, I post my results literally every single week because like. I'm doing what I'm teaching. Otherwise, why would people want to learn from me? For sure. Um, are you able to share if someone wants to know of a good course? Are you able to recommend one? Yeah. Someone um, listening to this? I'm going to have my own course. Okay. okay. Outside yeah. of Yeah. I, I do have my own course. You can plug your own course yeah. for sure. Of course. Um, I do have my own course. I've been in the economy game for, for about five years. Um, been successful with it for the last three years. My first year or two, I was making some, like first year was like, eh, I wasn't taking it as seriously. Six months, you know, after that, I started to make some good money, and then it so you blew pushed up from there. So you pushed this for basically eighteen months till you started seeing real success. I think uh, the first six to twelve months was pure grind. Um, I, I wasn't making that much money. Started to see something after the first like few months, six months. Started so first six sales. months, nothing. First six months, nothing. And I think that was the thing that separated myself from everyone. Like, I love this. Who else would work six months? And I wasn't just working. I was in high school. I had my side job. I was a lifeguard helping me fund the business. Dropshipping, you don't need that much money. You know, Right, there's not so much overhead. That's yeah, another that's thing that overhead. we have to, we should tap yeah, on. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that yeah, next. Yeah, but I literally worked my butt off. I used to go to sleep at 3 a.m. And I, I had school at 7.30. I used, I used to be known the kid like that used to come late because I had no sleep. I would get up. I, I couldn't move. Like I would, I would just sleep in class. But I was working freaking my butt off. Who else? Tell me someone. Who else would work six months? Just take your hand off. I don't want it to get in. It's fine. It's there good. You. I just sometimes it. Yeah, just yeah. trust me. Yeah, go on. Who else would work six months for free today? Like there's like these teenagers like 
what, how much I'm going to make per hour? How much I'm going to make tomorrow? How much I'm going to make next week? And I literally worked my butt off for six months for nothing and then it started to pay off slowly, slowly. I love this because I, I've long said for the last few years that we are living in a very, in a lot of ways, a very entitled generation where people really expect things to just come to them. I spoke to people and they're like, yeah, I, I didn't take the job because I want $60,000. I'm like, do you know what $60,000 is from an employer? That guy has to... If you had to employ someone for sixty grand tomorrow, you would not know what to do with yourself. So, like turning that, whatever. It's just a different generation right yeah. now. Where it's also, I think, human you know, beings, scientifically speaking, are we are very we we crave instant gratification, and it's very hard. We have no connection to who we are in six months. Yeah. Like you, we we don't really. It's it takes concentrated effort of of will, I think, to project yourself into six months into the future. A week, two weeks, a month, sure, six yeah. months. That it feels like nothing. It feels like nothing. Right. It feels Tony, like absolutely. Tony Robbins has a very famous line, which he basically says, um, "We overestimate who we could be in a year and underestimate who we could be in ten. Hmm. Like if you think about where you were ten years ago, it's a long time. Mm-hmm. And when you think about that ten years ahead, where you could be if you just like stayed consistent, right? Just that yeah. consistency, because because success compounds on itself, right? Hundred percent. Right. The first year, it, like you won't necessarily see the growth." It's, but then once you start seeing the growth, like even his example, all of a sudden that just compounds and compounds. Like even with this podcast right away, like whatever in the beginning, we weren't really seeing a ton. And now I think like it's just compounding on itself and compound like every day now, like our, our following is just growing oh. at a much quicker pace, you know? Yeah. So it's just. Dude. And, and I, I saw that literally after my first year of e-com, it just started to go crazy. I remember after my first year, one of my days, I hit $7,000 in a single day online. Do you understand? I was 18 years old. Push a like few buttons on my laptop, obviously. Yeah, and just exploded like seven grand in a single day. I, I showed that to my mom and and my family. They they didn't even believe it because they didn't even know what I was doing. Right, right. I was in my my room just like building they my own you, website. They thought you were watching stuff. Yeah, like movies. Obviously. Yeah, they're like keep your door <laughs> your door open. I was <laughs> like I'm working. I'm like okay, fine. Like I'm building my online business, and they're like they don't see any products. You know, they don't know like exactly how it works. I don't touch any of the products. Right. And I make seven thousand dollars in a single day. I was like, I'm on something. What was your biggest day revenue wise? Forty five thousand. Forty five thousand. And yeah. you said you typically make a ten to forty five hundred like. Your, your typical it's usually 15 to 20 percent profit margin um that's what we see with advertising if we do organic which is TikTok videos sometimes it's 40 percent right uh, but we're spending a lot so on of money. a forty five thousand dollar day you're coming away with roughly eight thousand bucks yeah four to eight thousand okay yeah. it could be even Very respectable. ten thousand yeah. yeah depending on the product depending organic 20, yeah about 20 percent margin would be almost yeah about ten thousand dollars in profit wow. in a single day and i worked it's maybe beautiful. 30 minutes out of that whole day like, right because all i'm doing is literally creating ads like on on these i, I run oh, ads on tiktok that's a really important facebook and stuff this. like that yeah meaning you grind like you were saying you grinded for like two years but now this thing sort of runs itself and you don't really like you've got time during the day. Yeah. Well, the key is that is an important piece, but the key is finding the right product. Yeah. It's a huge piece in this. So there's huge. a lot of research involved. Yeah, I would say it's like it's like just the first setup, the initial setup is the most important part. You right. got to make sure you have a good looking website, a good product, and then the marketing, good video ad. Like, what ad are people are going to stop and say, "Hey, maybe I want this product or not?" That's most. Important. Have you thought about making ads with uh, influencers? We do that. Many times we'll pay an influencer to take our product and make an ad for us because usually they do it right. You know, we, we do that many times. Because they're good I'm sure, but it's also, it's also off the charts uh, exposure instant. 
Yeah, so, and there's credibility with influencers, that's obviously. True. User-generated um, content, by the way, is the key right now in e-commerce. Like, meaning paying someone, it doesn't have to be an influencer. Someone, maybe even like you guys, to on a podcast to show off a product and to literally run that as an ad. Right. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> Sushi. <laughs> to run an ad. But but yeah, that's people are literally. You can pay someone fifty bucks, a hundred bucks to make a video ad for a product. That's what we teach our students to do. We have certain websites that we go on and that we. Someone else talks about the product. Exactly. Yeah. And then we take that video and run it as an ad. I love that. So the whole starter process to run a it website. Seems risky, is, though, because if they're not an influencer, then who's... Because it's someone random. It doesn't matter. People When people are scrolling... They don't have they don't an audience. Even, it doesn't matter. What are you going to pay Kim Kardashian to like... Right. No, but there's many levels lower than Kim Kardashian that still has yeah, like 80,000 followers. When you're running an ad to millions of people, most of the time they don't know what influencer is anyways. It's all oh, about how you show off the product. Yeah. So, Someone's like, oh, that's a person that's not even affiliated with the product. Yeah. And that looks cool. Like, this, it's not the right. me pushing. I'm no, they're not biased. They're, they're, not, they're not no gay. Do you, do you uh, pay, like, TikTok directly to, like, have them boost the ad? Yeah, that's that's all key. So that's the advertising side of things. We use right. Facebook and and TikTok, sometimes Google. Dude, Facebook, the craziest ads on Facebook. It's yeah, always, yeah. like, the super specific very items. specific. Very so with specific. Facebook, you can you literally can group target. Yeah, of course. So let's say, for example, let's say you're interested in sushi, okay? Which you are. Sure. You love sushi. So I can literally come out with a cool sushi, uh, do it at your home, sushi roller and stuff like that, and literally be able to target sushi lovers. Yeah. And you'll probably see that ad. I can pay Facebook $10, let's say, to show it to 1,000 people. And let's say 10 of those people buy, I made 500 bucks and I only spent yeah. $10. Yeah. Right. It's all awesome. crazy. So you don't think when someone comes to your website, though, going back, and you only have one product, that that kind of looks a little crappy? Like, if I give the, a website with one product, I'd feel like, man, no, this looks like something. Maybe that's just Or would you feel like it's a premier product that deserves its own website? <laughs> Label, whatever. You, you have a business mind like mine. <laughs> so it's all about how you do it. Sometimes we even add a few products just to look legit. Yeah. But many of the time, we don't even send them to the homepage. We send them directly to the product page. Right. So most customers are not going to start looking around the website. Right. They're going to look at the product page, look at the images, experience themselves, imagine themselves using the product. And if you hit their motions, right. they're going to buy. It doesn't matter how much it is. Right. What's the most expensive product you've sold? We don't usually go over $100. Right. Um, and average successful with things that are 80 90 bucks. The harder, higher right? the price point is, you know, the more of the touch points you need. Because the Americans don't have, most Americans don't have, there's such a bottleneck when you need to spend 80 bucks. You just off the bat. two levels above layman right now, though. Oh. What is a touch point? Okay, so a touch point is pretty much how many times people have to see your ad or product in order to make a decision. The more expensive it is, the more times they have to see your ad and testimonials to make a decision. Hmm. So, for example. Explain what a testimonial is to everyone. Yeah, like a review. Right, okay. like reviews or other people using the product. Let's say your friend tells you about the product mm -hmm. and you've seen it before. That's more of, you know, like more of a t chance you're going to buy it. Right. But the higher the price is, the more content you need to convert someone. That's why, let's say our programs, uh, you know, my course is $1,000, let's say, right? But, you know, with that, I've made $6 million in sales online. So there's exponential you've, growth. You've sold, oh, wait, wait, wait. You've made $6 million off of your whole, the drop shipping or off of selling a course? No. Revenue. Just revenue, to revenue from my stores. We've done okay, okay. six million, almost six million. I don't know the exact number because we have a lot of stores, but from what I've seen, almost six million dollars in sales. Right. right. So it's been a crazy journey. I'm 21, and at 18, before 18, I didn't. I had maybe like ten thousand dollars in sales. So it explodes. That's the amazing part about business. It, in the beginning, it's going to be painful. It's going to yeah. be hard. But when you know it's hard, 
it's something's you, coming. You got to trust that God. You got to trust yeah. that it's going to work. Yeah. And a lot of people, they quit right before, before they're yeah. about to explode. Yeah, Ty, Ty Lopez talks about this. Me. I actually agree with him a million percent. He always says, though, when people quit, they're right. But people think Ty Lopez is a scammer. This, that I actually think he's brilliant. Oh, I um, worked with him, by the way. Yeah, I think he's brilliant. He's great. Um, that actually is a great transition into like kind of the I want to gear the questions kind of towards your social media presence. But yeah. one thing, one thing okay. before we get there, yeah. you keep on saying we. Who's the we? You have a partner? Oh, okay. So when you're growing a team, you have to change your wording. And this is what I learned growing a big team. I have about 10, 15 employees right now, partners, different people that work around the world. I used to have a big office in person. I moved it all virtual. For what purpose? You have nothing. You have no products, no nothing. Exactly. But if I have a system that works, why not 10 exit? But what's the 10x? Just having more products up? Like what, what's yeah, the- Yeah, launching new stores, new products, new marketing okay. campaigns, new no avenues. I'm down for the scaling, angles, right? obviously. So if let's say I know dropshipping works, why don't I do it with 100 people? Literally, right. that's what I. That's why I launched a course in the first place. Many of my students actually I'm partnered with and we blow up stores together. Okay. Because some of my students are geniuses. They found a product that I'm, the Cloudy Sharks, one of my students found it. He started blowing up with it. We partnered up. I helped them take it to the next level and helped them exit it as well. So yeah. many times I'll partner with my students. That's where I really make some good money, right? The course is great, but my goal is to help them get to the level where they're my partners. But the courses are also evergreen. You don't have to do anything once that course is running, right? You record once, done. Right. It's a thousand bucks profit pretty much every time you sell a course. That's true, but I'm not like that. I update it almost every single week um, because dropshipping is always changing. Right. You know, like someone asked me, like, is dropshipping dead? No, it's changing, right? And it's going to it's gonna be there. Like I know you guys, you're asking me for, right? Yeah, it's, the viability of a business like this. And right. I'm going to go to use that. So, so it's like dropshipping going to be here in 10 years, right? And yeah, it's going to be different, but it's going to still be here. It's right. always going to be here. Five years ago, everyone's like, oh, dropshipping is dead. I'm like, screw it. I'm just going to go for it, right? right? When everyone says something is dead, jump into it. Like when everyone's all excited about something, be skeptical. Do you think that's true across the board though? Across that's a hefty statement. Across the board. If- uh, that's not fully. It's so not fully. Not true. fully. So it depends. Okay. You got to, you always got to look where everyone else isn't looking. That's the key. Okay. So, for example, the stock market's crashing right now, right? Bitcoin, everyone's crying right now. And Warren Buffett. Now is the time to buy, obviously. Right? Warren 100%. Buffett always says, buy when people cry. Yeah, for sure. Right. When there's blood on the streets, look to buy. Right. When people all were excited about Bitcoin at $60,000, we're like, yeah. Okay. Everyone's on this, right? There has to be sellers, right? They're going to start selling. So you always got to be a little bit skeptical when everyone's onto something. But the fact is that e-commerce is still growing every single year and we don't see it slowing down. Like no, no e-com would... itself is not. Yeah, it's not going to slow down. Yeah, I don't see and any reason why I would look, you know, a few years ago, you can like one product stores weren't such a thing, like having that one product on the store weren't such a thing. You can just throw a store together. It looks like crap and sell it. But now it's like pe- consumers are smarter. So we adjusted to it. Right. Right. Did it did it change? Yeah. Is it still here? It's even stronger. Right. So, so gonna, you would in, you would honestly encourage people to get into dropshipping now today? It's it's better. You're gonna regret it later if you don't like selling online. I mean, obviously, if you have another business that you're doing well with, okay, keep doing your thing. But e-commerce in general is an amazing niche, and I still feel it's very untapped. There's a lot of people who are not really taking it seriously, and it's great. I love it when people come in and think it's a get rich quick scheme, and then they quit after a month because whatever. Sweet, yeah, no, no it's definitely a lot of it's a lot of work. There's no question about that. Zach, you were trying to like yeah, any business. I wanted to transition. Okay, so we've heard about your business, but there's this other side to you, which is you're not just a businessman, just like Ty Lopez is not just a businessman and Grant Cardone and, and a million other people. You're a social media presence. You're you're an influencer. Um, and you, you have a huge following. You have 
over a hundred thousand. Um, talk to us about that because that's I've met plenty of successful people, but they don't have the talent for that. Is that something you always kind of saw yourself doing? Like, how did that evolve? So that's a good question. I started my social media because I just wanted to show the process. Mm -hmm. um, I started my social media when I wasn't making any money with e-com. I remember posting my first sale online. That first sale, by the way, is the most amazing thing yeah. ever. You know, like I built a website last night. I launched ads right before I went to bed. I woke up and like, ding. Right. Well, I just, what the flip? I just made 30 bucks. Like, that's, right. I didn't do anything. Right. Um, but I showed that on social media. I showed the struggles. I showed like the journey. And that kind of inspired me because I was like, even though I had like two, 300 followers at that point, like those people, like, let's see where this guy goes. I wanted to prove to them that I was going to make it work. And then once I started getting results, that's when it started to take off. One thing, the, the obvious fear with this is that for sure in the beginning, I would think maybe things have changed, but you need to advertise on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all these things. The main question is your ads need to, your product needs to make you enough revenue to cover your ads and then some so you can actually make money. I think that's where everyone gets scared, where you need to lay out money for ads, yeah. right? And it's going on a credit card. And you're going to need to lay out to see if something works, a thousand bucks probably, and split test and do all these things. Split testing, for those who don't know, is where you test multiple different ads to see which one performs best, and then you select that ad and turn off the other ones, right? So let's say you put out three ads for a product, and the ad, one, you know, makes five sales, the other one makes two, and the next one makes one. You're going to keep the one that makes five because sure. the algorithm keeps pushing the one that made five. Yeah. So that being the case, right? How do you deal with that? Were you at, like, were you ever in debt? That's the fear. How would you tell, right? Am I, am yeah. I wrong that that's not the fear? So it is a fear. Um, but obviously, if you're learning from the right person, you're going to have a system. It's very important to have a system. A lot of people go in blindly. Let me try it out. And, and then I'll learn from someone, right? So like, it's important you have a system. The way we do things is we spend no more than $100 on ads and then readjust. So we spend $100 in advertising. If we make $500 back, from $100 investment, we're going to start spending more because we got we got a money printer. Imagine putting a money like a dollar products in I'm sure that could do back. very well that if you spend 100, it's kind of like the business itself, right? Like you were saying that if you put in 100, you might not make that return, but if you put in 200, you're going to like it doesn't mean the product doesn't work. Um right. So with advertising, that's not the case. If you spend 100 or you should see a return right away. Like many of the products that popped off for us, the first day we spent 100 bucks, got like $700 back. It was like, boom. But also the Facebook advertising concept of getting in front of the right people, the right audience, there's so many potential bottlenecks in this, right? Um, I think people overthink it though. I don't mm. think there's as much as bottlenecks as people make it seem. What changed for you between the first 18 months and after that? What all of a sudden popped? You had to have done something different. You figured something out, right? That all of a sudden was like, boom, oh. that you realized, let's turn the dial up and scale this mother effort, right? right? What was that? I think it was just starting to think differently. I was doing everything. I was doing the things that everyone was doing, right? And in order to be successful in business and in life, you gotta, you gotta do things that people aren't doing or the things that the one percenters are doing. So what I did is I started to learn and started to study the really successful stores and the really successful people. My mentor told me this. He's like, yo, look, this is what I'm doing. You can take it as you will, right? I'm like, okay. This is how his website's laid out. This is the type of products he's selling, right? I'm like, what type of products and how does my website look? And it was just complete 
crap compared to his. Right. So how do you get better started, at making websites? Um, you could probably pay someone. There's like Fiverr.com, right? Sure. Like Upward. Yeah. You can literally pay someone to do it. We found our editor on Fiverr. Yeah. Didn't we? No, it wasn't Fiverr. No. Like one of these websites. Like they have so many freelancer websites. Right. Um, but also it comes down to practicing. You know, like I, I just like sat there, built a website. It's really not that hard, like to build a website. Just. And the most people just overthink it. They're like, oh, like, I'm scared because, like, I'm not going to be great at it at first. Like, yeah, and you're not going to be great at basketball when you first, you know, dribble yeah. the ball. So, like, first build your first website. You're going to look at it and be like, oh, it's probably crap. Okay, second website's going to be better. Third website's going to be even better. And you're going to get better. How many it. websites do you think you've built? Probably like 50. There is, like, how do you come up with names? What are the names of your websites? Oh, we use a website called namelix.com. And literally put in like a random word related to the product, and it like generates like hundreds of words. Oh. And like, oh, that was, that was cool. So like right now, you're selling these the shark cloud sharks. What's yeah. the name of the website you're selling them off? And cloudysharks.com. Getcloudysharks.com. Getcloudysharks.com. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's literally that <laughs> straightforward. Dude, straightforward. Like people, oh, literally, people overthink the name and the stupidest stuff. Yeah. They're like, oh, I have to do this and this and this. But no, what about making the money? I agree with you, but knowing what to focus on, what not, is a lot of the learning process. For sure. Right. Like, you've learned over time. You probably focused on those stupid things also, but you've yeah. learned, hey, this is important. This is not important. Let's just separate this. I never have to look at this again or think about this because this is proven through a million yeah. tests to not make for a difference. I'll and give you an I do example. need to focus on my mar- the, how the website looks. That is a key, right? Yeah. So I'll give you an example. Most people, the thing that they're worried about most is, first of all, like, what supplier are they going to use? Okay, like how are they going to ship their product? Yeah. Like literally, you don't even have any orders, so why are you scared about who's going to ship your product? First, get an order, and I'll I'll take care of that. Like we we have a company that does all the shipping for all our students because AliExpress. What explain what you're saying. AliExpress takes like three weeks, right, for right. the shipping, so three you, four weeks. Right. So we created our own company out in China. We have literally like uh, manufacturing facilities out in there, and and everything okay so what the what we do is we send the send it to the customer within six to 12 days how we have faster shipping lines right how how do we what do you mean how do we how are you what do you, when you, you're recreating the product you're reaching out to the vendor we're literally like a mini aliexpress but we're private suppliers so we have like aliexpress usually uses these shipping lines like there's fedex and and all these different companies we use the faster ones Right, we have like different partnerships with the shipping companies, and we have faster shipping because we're sending so many orders out every day. I got it, but you're telling the, the 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 person on AliExpress that's selling this product, manufacturer that's selling this product, you're telling them to use this uh, ship shipping company as opposed to what they normally use. Usually, people use AliExpress to send the product from AliExpress yeah. to the customer. Right, instead of using AliExpress, <laughs> they use our company called Commersive. Right, Commersive is literally and you're, the manufacturer is giving it to Commersive. Either we we get in touch with manufacturers and we take it into our warehouse or we partner with those manufacturing people and they do the shipping. We basically go out there and we have access to hundreds of different agents and manufacturing facilities and fulfillment centers in China. And we get the best price and the best shipping speed for people that have orders. on. The have daily. you been to China? I've never been to China. You've never been. So that's that's an interesting concept. But if you have your own warehouses, right? You said in China? Yeah. What does that mean that you have your own warehouses? You're buying in bulk from these manufacturers and whenever there's an order, you're shipping it out because doesn't that kind of defeat the purpose? No. Well, the customer doesn't have to do that. We basically have deals with these agents in China and we say, hey, look, we have a customer shipping, let's say, 
uh, 10 orders a day of this product, right? They're like, okay, we'll send you 100, 100 pieces of this. And if we, let's say the guy stops selling it, we can send it back to that. Uh, oh, so place. that's how you do it. You can yeah. send back. Yeah, we can send it back. Oh, okay. So that answers It doesn't hurt them because they'll send it to someone else. Understood. No, I, I understand. Okay. Um, I, I want to bring the conversation yeah, back to yeah. just the social media. Yeah, good um, it sounds like you're still pretty busy with the business. Running, I'm assuming you run your own page on yeah. Instagram. Isn't running a 100,000 follower page on Instagram where you clearly post a lot and you have to do engagement with people? Like That's also a job. Yeah. So I get like 100 DMs a day. It's, that's like the very hard part. Um, so many times like I have an assistant that helps me with that. You know, just to sort out like the people who are not serious about learning about e-commerce and the people that are. Um, and then and just to yeah. clarify, when we say serious, like basically to weed out who you think will actually pay for the course. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, for me, I don't have time to waste on just talking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I'm not, like some people are like, hey, man, can I pick your brain for five minutes? I'm like, no, like, no. Who are you? You know, like right. I don't have time for that. Like, yeah, I have a charge like two thousand dollars an hour pay for my time. And then, yeah, we'll talk. Right. right. And they're like, no, but I don't. OK, like I just don't have time. So We're getting two thousand dollars worth of value right now. Just sitting. <sighs> Look, guys, like there's value change here. Right? You guys are like awesome podcasts. I was like, yeah, let's yeah. do it. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, like my social media is like a full time type of thing. But also, like, I just I just show my day in life. I'm not doing anything special where I'm like taking my time out of my day to like do social I'm gonna media. look at your Instagram again just real yeah. quick just to get it. Yeah, a... by the way, his handle is Real Sam Jacobs. Real Sam Jacobs. Quick story on that, by the way. I used to have an Instagram page that had over 100,000 followers, Sam Jacobs. Okay, I bought the username Sam Jacobs, right? From some random guy. That's difficult to do also, right? Yeah, I messaged some guy who had Sam Jacobs. I'm like, bro, how much do you want for your username? He's like, 100 bucks. I'm like, bet. I sent uh, him 100. I was going to pay like five he, grand. He for could it. also just take your money and not change it, right? I don't care. 100 right. bucks, whatever. Um, but yeah, of course. Um, but I'm like, yeah, it's perfect. And then uh, I, I did that. And then what happened was I went to Israel, right, um, for the year. I was, I don't remember where I was. I was walking, just walking around one day. And then, and then I got a call from one of my friends. He's like, yo, what happened to your Instagram? I'm like, what do you mean? What happened? I was like, shoot, I quickly checked. It was gone. Literally Instagram was gone. And this happened to me before, before, I don't know, it was a hacker or someone who just deleted my account and got in, whatever. And I'm like, okay, like I have plugs for these stuff. Like I have people that work in Instagram. I can probably get it back. Um, I paid someone to try to get it back. I couldn't get it back. Couldn't get it. Dude, it was the scariest because like, imagine you go from like everything, your every, your whole life's like popping and social media is crazy, right? right. Yeah. All of a sudden, boom, nothing. Uh, that's terrible. Dude, I mean, that's it was crazy. the scariest part. You also built career. that up. Yeah, I, it's my, it was my life, it's you wild. know? Obviously, social media is not my life. Wait, what actually life, happened? But, what happened? So, so I was like, what is going on? Um, basically, I used to be affiliated with a company that did Instagram growth. Okay, these this company basically did like follow on follow, right, stuff like right. that, right? I was like an affiliate for it. And I sent it out in my DM by accident. And Instagram doesn't like that type of companies, mm, right? right? It's like against their terms yeah. of service. But like, I didn't do anything. I just sent the link to someone who wanted to know how to grow on Instagram. They banned you. They banned me for that. And I couldn't, that was blacklisted, dude. And you couldn't like get in touch with Instagram in I any way I to did. Like plead your case? I tried. And I couldn't get it back because this happened to me before and before I got it back. This time I couldn't get it back. I was for months. I didn't know what to do. And then I spoke to someone and he's like, bro, just restart it. And I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm like, either I take this and I fall back and I never do anything on social media again or I just start again and see what happens. So you've you've grown two accounts to over 100,000 followers. And it was the craziest thing how just 
it just exploded right away um, because I was just already known in that space and I did a lot of work with Ty Lopez. Right, Ty Lopez is he has millions and millions yeah. of followers. I was at his event, Private Mastermind in New York City, and I had to go because it was Shabbat. And uh, basically, I was like, "Yo, I gotta go." And I went outside and I see a huge dude, security dude. And I'm like, "Okay, Ty's definitely in the bathroom or something." I wait for him to come out of the bathroom. I'm like, "Hey, Ty, what's good? My name is Sam." Like, I was the youngest guy in the room by far. I was like 19 years old, yeah. and everyone else is like 40 year old CEOs, like huge dudes. I'm like. I'm like, nothing compared to them. He's like, hey, what's up? Who are you? Whatever. I'm like, hey, my name is Sam, Sam Jacobs. Um, I'm actually, I just want to say thank you. You bought, was it his course that you bought? Uh, I was, I got, I think I watched his course before. Um, I, 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 I learned a lot from him, basically right. saying that. He was very big inspiration. I think for yeah, anyone who's making money online, watched I Love His before, here in my garage, yeah. that ad. Right, right. So I've seen it. He was one of the people that inspired me. And I was like, yo, I just want to say thank you. And I'm very big into this, just being grateful for yeah. everyone who inspired you. Um, and just, just being grateful. For that. I just said, thank you. I'm like, thank you. Um, I just, you know, at that point I made over a million online in sales. So I was just, I said, thank you for that. And he's like, wait, what, what did you do? You're how old? You're 18, 19 years old. Like, and then he literally called his entire camera crew while they were still speaking inside. And I was within 30 seconds, I was on his YouTube channel, Instagram. Oh, you were, cause he loves doing that. He, Dude, he takes videos, testimonials, testimonials. Yeah. And I literally, I was driving home from the city. I almost crashed. I was so scared because my phone was I was bugging out. And you like blew up on Bro, social media immediately. My DMs, my everything just went wild. Because really? he mentioned you, he tagged you? He mentioned me. Literally. He gave uh, you a tag? Yeah. Tagged and just me. explosion. He, everything, dude. I was ex then he's like, yo, I want you to come to my house. Right before I left, he's like, I want you I want you to come to my house in LA, get my assistant's number, or whatever. I got my assistant's number. We were in touch. A few months later, I flew to his house. And he made me his top e-commerce coach in his program. That's amazing. He has a course. And he, wow. I literally sat there. He, like, there was lawyers there. Like, I literally signed an agreement um, that, whatever, like, I would record the videos for him. And he's allowed to use this to repurpose it and sell it. Um, but I was like, hell yeah, let's do what it. What do you mean by you were allowed to just explain that part? So he was going to put me in his course and then sell that course. Right. 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 So just I'm like, I don't care because it was exposure. Right. Yeah. So I recorded all the videos and literally to today I get messages every day. Yo, I'm in Ty's program. I see your videos. You're a legend. This. Are right. you like, you could give him a call now type of thing? You have his number? Or? I have his assistant's number. Right. Um, I can get his number, but right. it's just like, he's not, a busy guy. Yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not respectful to do that. Right. No, for sure. I was just curious. Yeah. if like, um, the level of connection with him. Um, yeah. one other thing label wants him on the pod. One other thing, of course, what, um, I see that you wear a yarmulke just because we're talking about the shop. Is that yeah. like, I see you wear a yarmulke on all your videos, right? That seems to be like a key feature. A lot of people would totally take off their yarmulke yeah. if they're walking into these type of things. I assume there's reason behind it or not. Can yeah. you just so um, I think that once I learned this, like my level of success went crazy. It's authenticity. You know, I'm, I, I don't want social media to create my life. And I think that, that God obviously creates your success, right? Um, we have to be smart about, about doing our own, you know, work and whatnot, but religiously for me, it's very important. And I believe that God creates a lot of our success. So I'm not going to go out of my way to, you know, to like, say like, oh, maybe if I, if I wear it, I'll get less success. You know, mm -hmm. I just, I just really, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to do my thing. I used to wear caps in all my videos. Mm -hmm. Um, whatever. I, I think I attract a very big Jewish audience as well because I wear it. Um, but got it. That's yeah, great. It's, it's I, I don't really 
don't really care about it too much. I just let let it do its thing, and I just focus on content, creating really good content. And, and you're just being yourself. Just being myself, you know. I'm not gonna come on with a strimal and like. Well, that's right, not you. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like, try to be chill. There was something else that I well, wanted. I wanted to ask you one more. This is my yeah, last please. question I got for you. Go ahead. Just because we're talking about the Judish thing, and you mentioned something before the pod, so I got to ask about it. You said you started a company when you were in Yeshiva in Israel. Oh yeah, during your, your year in Israel, right? Yeah. You did a you did a year. Forget Matters. So, hello, forget it. He started when he was sixteen. He was in high school. Right? Oh, so you're already a business. So you already had yeah, running a business, but you things. still went to Yeshiva in Israel. Where'd you go, by the way? Uh, centers. Not sure. Yeah. Very. By but, the way, the strictest place: no phones, no texting, no anything. Really? Yeah. That is actually like, kind of crazy. Yeah. Ooh. No, yeah, it's all good. Yeah, you said centers doesn't allow what? Doesn't allow texting. Doesn't allow. As an Wi-Fi, aside, that's nothing. insane to me. Yeah. To tell like an still adult now. Still now. Wow. Yeah. To so tell an you, adult who's like volunteering volunteering to be in a base marriage program that you can't have a phone? No, I don't think so. You can just not go there. Yeah. Oh, true. But yeah, it's just there's a crazy other places you can go. True. Wait, but you so. you said you had some crazy business thing that happened there. So if you're willing to talk about going it. there was like a very tough decision. Um for those like non Jewish people watching, you know, like Jewish people sometimes go for a year in Israel, right? Yeah. Like they Judaic uh, studies seminary. Right? They go to seminary, for seminary to, yeah. To, to before starting college, right? So this particular place didn't let me use any phones or electronics. My entire business is based off that, right? So going in there was a very big decision, and for me, I wanted to make that decision. I just wanted to disconnect for a year, and I wanted to challenge myself to see if I can keep running things um, without having access to that. And it also allowed me to create a team which I felt like I was needing, I was lacking. Um, so going into it, I had to develop a team that was managing things, I was looking over things. I had to record a lot of content before that was published throughout the year. Um, many times when I would come back and would take a break, I would have to do a lot of work and crunch it in. So I would schedule it throughout the whole year. But there was a lot that needed to be done. Like I had people calling me to make sure that everything was good. And I was running a business from there, yet not so involved. Um, but yeah, it was I, I pretty, love it was this. Pretty scary. I love this concept. It's yeah. freaking fantastic. Um, I, I'm such a big believer in, in. I think what a lot of people get wrong um, is building systems and systems and teams out in operations that totally take the stress off yourself. And if you really want to run a successful business, and listen, the goal is not just to make money; it's to have a life right. and that freedom. And if you really want to, a lot of people think if the goal is to have a hundred million dollars in your bank account, it's in my opinion, that's just stupid. Mm-hmm. Uh, the goal is to be able to go enjoy yourself, be free, right? Be able to do what you want to do, travel the world, you know, have a beautiful family, be able to give your kids what they need without stressing about finances. Lack um, of stress. What? Lack of stress. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Probably for one sure. of the great things money can actually do if you do it right is lack of stress. Freedom. 100%. Sure. 100%. So that's why it's like at the end of the day, building out your operations and your team could greatly, greatly take the stress off you and could help you can make yeah. you make a lot more could help you make a lot more money how are your stress levels uh, I'm, I'm not stressed at all i yeah, never I, I usually don't get stressed um because i feel like stress doesn't help the situation right it, it it's harder it's an intellectual har- that's yeah. an intellectual take yeah, it's, it's harder you can't, to you do can't tell emotion that yeah. yeah it's harder to do um but it it's a fact right it's like let's say you have a problem what's stress gonna do like either you could do something about it if you could do it Right. If you can, I, I don't disagree from an intellectual perspective, but right. anxiety is an emotion. So it, it is an emotion. And I think that it's not easy to overcome. But many times, this is where meditation comes in play. And Do just, you meditate? 
So, you know, this is funny. Like a lot of people are like their millionaire success routine, morning routine. Like I don't like, yeah, okay, okay, I'll make my bed. But like I'm not that person like going like this for yeah, yeah. 30 days. Like like my morning r- routine is very simple. Like I wake up, right? Like I, you know, my spiritual prayers, right? And then I'm like, boom, straight into work. Like I'm just, I look at my day. I'm like, okay, look at my companies. Where can I, how can I take it to the next level? And then that's my day. I literally just work on leveling it up. Two other things. So you spent yeah. one year in Israel? Yeah. Um, got it. And then you came back. Um, I'm spacing out on what I wanted to ask you. Uh, first of all, do you have any firm friends that you taught the business to that are currently being successful? Like I assume your friends all wanted in once they saw that you were starting to like do well. Yeah. So like, I like to keep my friends and business a little bit separate. And it was like that since day one, because many times people get discouraged by their friends and family, the people closest to them. And I think that's very important. You have to keep your friends to your friends, right? Your real friends to your friends and your business to your business, right? So I have my business friends, like people over the world where I can learn from, I can talk business with. But when I'm with my friends, you'll not really see me talk too much business with them. Right. Are they asking you? Do they want mentorship? Or they like- do. Um, sometimes I'll literally, you know, like, like, yeah, here's like my program. If they're like my boys. Um, but usually not. Like a real friend will, will pay for it because they're going to invest their time. Because real these- friends invest in real friends. Uh, real friends don't go, oh, can I get a discount? Because I know you. They go, how can I support you? Yeah. I also want to say one other thing that I think is super important about this concept you keep on saying of paying money. You When you're in business and you want to be successful in something, you can't have a backup plan. Mm. There is no such thing as a backup plan. If you want to be successful in a commission-based job or making real money, the minute you think when you're starting a business that you're going to have a backup plan that's in the near future. Okay, yeah, you could think if I am not successful for five years, I'll go to school. Fine, that's okay. But the minute that you start thinking, oh, if this doesn't work out after six months, I'm gonna, you know, go to school, whatever. You already, you already failed. You already it's failed. over, it's done, you failed. You'd agree with that. Yeah, uh, uh, Tony it's Robbins basic. says this all the time, burn the boats, okay? Like I hate people that say, oh yeah, I'm building a business on the side. Like, is this something you're serious about or is it on the side? Because the business will treat you like it's a side job. I think some people, though, no, I, I, one second, I yeah, want to, I, I, I have a, yeah, I have a point to say here. Yeah. I think what you're seeing is true in an ideal world. I think a lot of people don't have the support. I'm talking financial support and that, that feeling of safety. And so they, because they have nothing to rely on, like money from back home or what, anything like that, depending on their circumstances, they need a backup plan because you do it. That's just being smart because at the end of the day, like they don't want to be literally homeless or just like actually literally broke. I think I didn't. I think I didn't clarify my statement. So I agree with your point 100 mm-hmm. percent that at the end of the day, someone needs to feed their family. They need to feed their family. Exactly. And I don't disagree with that. And that's why I don't fully agree with your concept of someone starting a side business because a side business, you could be very serious no, but about hold it. Hold up. Hold up. Basically, what I'm saying is that it's OK to have a job that's that's paying your bills, but your business should be in your in your, in your mind, mind as, the, as the number one thing number yeah. one priority right number one priority when i was in school that, and that, i was a lifeguard that, yeah that, that's when i was point. a lifeguard and i was in school right yes i had those things as my main priorities but what in my mind was my main priority my business, business. Yeah. every day i came home what was i gonna do i'm not gonna look to eat dinner i'm gonna look to build my business 100%. right so at the end of the day people you shouldn't treat a business like a side job right. treat it like the main thing even though it's one or two hours a day Treat it like the main you have thing. To be, it's a lot uh, psychological. Yeah, psychological. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. You have to be okay. obsessed that you're going to make this work and that there's no there's no option of it not working and that, oh, because then it's a side thing, like you said. Yeah. This, this yeah. is the point I'm trying to bring out. I think that's a really good point. It's, I think that's a really it's, good it's point. Crucial. I, was I, was just, spoke- I was just saying about like, 
you know your point is be, very valid yeah so i think it's a very valid point that very you valid. can't always tell someone like burn the boats like quit your job and do this thing that's super risky <laughs> oh, like I, don't tell that to I everyone i have tuition to pay bro yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah i got yeah. kids i got a family it was, I, stop, I have i have some issues with tony robbins and i'm, I'm willing to say yeah, no, i've uh, seen i've by seen the way i'm gonna say this publicly i hate gary v Oh shoot! Why? No, you're totally allowed to say Gary. Why do you Gary V? No, I don't like Gary V because he's very into toxic, overworking. Also, yeah, yeah, yeah. like dude, he's like, like, oh, you're not sleeping on the ground at the airport. Like, no, bro, I have a life. No, like literally, like you're not going to the yard sale and like making ten bucks. Like, who the flip is gonna support a family with your ten dollar yard sales? Like, so, so this was another thing that I wanted to say, and I think he's referring to the following, and that is that the time to do this ideally is when you're 16, 17, and you don't have. The, the liabilities that someone who's married with three kids has, right? That is the time to do this, you know? So uh, for all the kids listening that are 11th, 12th grade, you have two, three years where you could screw around and test this and make it a priority. And you know something after three years, if it doesn't work, but most people are gonna be successful after three years and you'd be surprised. So yes, you take these risks when you have all the time and ability in the world to take these risks, right? Mm. right? So it's such an important thing to me in, in my opinion. Like I started brokerage and, and working and hustling hard when I was literally 18 years old, and I said to myself, it was a very thought through logical statement. I have five years right now to do this and and before I get married. I wasn't yeah. planning on getting married before 23 really. So I had five years to just hustle and make this and I took a bet on myself. Now I'll be honest, I didn't make the money in those five years. And and it was it was defeating, right? Because I was, you have to have, making money does come with being in the right place at the right time and you need some things to be in place, you know, to, to make money, I happened to be, I got into a business that I didn't like, whatever. And I, since I don't quit, I refused to quit, which is a whole nother point. And because I was so stubborn, I kind of made a mistake and should have actually left that business. So I stayed mm -hmm. in one business for three and a half years. I yeah, really should have walked that, away that from That same stubbornness has, has I, done you well correct. later in life. Exactly. So it's, it's a catch. But the point is, is that when you have that time, I, I think you would agree with this between 18 and 23, you really don't have much to lose. Mm. And even if you're in school, you could do something on the side. You're like, hey, this is a priority. Listen I to, to our viewers and our listeners who are in, they were in their teens right now. Take this advice and run with it. And to our viewers and our listeners that are already in their mid-20s, you've already failed. And you should go into the or something, but you're screwed. <laughs> you're screwed. No, listen, nice. even people that are older right, and, and take a side job. That's the reason why I wanted to shoot this podcast. And I told them, I said, there's a lot of kids, you know, that listen, a lot of younger people, even if you're 25 with a family. You're just hey, like, Gen Z, stop making TikToks and start making a business. Yeah. And you're just like, turn the TikToks into a business. <laughs> even the 25 to 30 year olds that are married or newly married with a kid or whatever. And they're just freaking miserable of being an accountant. They're just like sick of it. Like they, they're just like, I don't want to be doing this. And I'm not speaking just to accountants or whatever. No, we are speaking specifically. To accounts. We are. Where's Safush? Safush, I'm talking to you. No, I'm oh, joking. Where's my brother? Where's where's half the Jews I've ever met in my life? Right. So I'm just saying, <laughs> listen, some that may enjoy it, but if you're like going to work on Happy, like you could you could make it work. Like you really could. You just have to, you know. You gotta... Yeah, I think the most important thing that every 18 to 25 year old should be learning is sales and marketing. Those two things will make you explode in business and life like go on youtube and type in sales advice or marketing advice learn everything you could about it make a hundred i agree calls with sometimes. you but i think there's one other equally important thing and that is uh finances and regard finances yeah tax the tax system that stuff is brutally yeah. important yeah brutally important especially yeah. if you're making money whatever there's a longer that, that will come but longer, i think in yeah. the beginning for 18 yeah. to 25 yeah. year olds like they got to learn first you know what it's going to take to make the money right 100%. i agree with you and I, by I the disagree. way this is something that another thing that gary v i don't agree with even though look 
I, I want to take back what I said. I don't hate him. I just disagree on some of the no, points he does. Says. Double down. Yeah, double um, down. I think you would but, like if you double down, by the way. But yeah, I'll double I'm down serious. on that. No, but uh, there's a know, lot of people don't like him. So you'll, you'll, I think you'll, he's good. I, I yeah, think, listen, I don't agree with the, 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 the yard sale thing. Yeah. Finish, finish. He's, he's great, but think bigger, right? Like a lot of people are scared about, okay, going to Starbucks versus Dunkin' because it's an extra $3. Like, how about make a little more money so you don't have to worry about that? So he doesn't feel that way? Like, what does he say? I think that it's a little more of a smaller mindset thinking versus like expenses versus making money. Like right. people should not be thinking always. And it's how important to, to, how to yeah, save money. You should be thinking how to make money, even though saving money is important. Like, it doesn't mean you should go and, and throw money around. Right. I'm saying always be thinking in how to make more money versus I, how to save more money. I have you a friend. Further. I'm not going to say his last name. I don't say his first name is Ari. He always says, it's like, brother, I don't save money. I just make money. Like, like, say, I don't believe in saving money. I just believe in making it. Like, mm. that's his thing. Like, I just keep on making more. And it was just a joke. But the point is, um, last question, because I think we're ready to wrap here. And I think the pods, I have enjoyed this thoroughly. Last question right. is, where are your parents now that you, you're at this space? Like, where the hell are they? So at first, my parents are like, okay, we don't know what you're doing. You're going to college. We don't really care if you build a business. I'm like, okay, let's be real, realistic. What if I build a successful business? They're like, Let's just see what you do with it. Cause you know, like any parent, they're like, mm -hmm. I don't know what this is. So I started to build my business and then I started to show them results. And then I remember I was doing an event in New York city. I, I did my own event and I sold it out. Like two, 300 people came from all over the world to like, listen to me, how to you know make money online. And I'm like, let me do something cool. I literally brought them up on stage and had them speak about my journey. That's great. And then literally after that, like, they're just like hugging me. And they're like, at this point, they're like, if you go to college, like, that's just a stupid move yeah. um, because, you know, how the business is going. But, yeah, I guess the journey from going from, hey, like you're going to college versus you're crazy. If you do go to college, you just got to prove it to them. And that's what's going to happen with a lot of friends and family. They're not going to believe in you until you start getting your results. And that's OK. Right. Because most people don't get the results because they just lazy and just quit after a month. Like prove it to them. Don't make too much noise in the beginning. Start making the noise it's with your true, results. But it's so, you know, dis I don't know what the word is. Dissuading? No, it's not a word. It's so demoralizing. It's probably the word. And and at the end of the day, once you have a lot of people around you, you know, telling you, oh, you can't do it, you can't do it, it puts that doubt in your head. Mm -hmm. And you want them to be like, yeah, that's a good idea. Like, I think you could do this, you know? So all the people that are around, I don't know who's listening to this, that's around other people that are trying to chase their dreams, don't be that person that's like doubting their, you know, ability when they love something and they're enthusiastic about something, you know? Don't sit there and be like, you know something, I don't like the idea, I don't think it's good. Let them chase their freaking dreams. Mm -hmm. Support people. Support your people. Zach said it day, support people. people. And that starts from you. If you start going to everyone you see and giving them blessing, giving them kind words, you're going to start seeing it more in your life. A lot of people are so critical and they see it back because they started it, right? So if you try to see everyone with a good eye and you see everyone with positivity and you just give a simple text to your buddy, hey, I hope you have a beautiful day. Hope you have a beautiful week, right? Go get it this week. Love you're going to see a lot more come into your life. Love yeah. it. Not just positivity, but like more than positive, like positivity in, in the term of like confidence, like you could do this. Yeah. You could do this. Tell your friends in whatever venture. I you could do this. 100%. That's why I, that's what I was saying. You yeah. know, you I texted my this. friend yesterday and he's like hitting the gym hard now. I'm like, dude, maybe not many people are like going to tell you this because they're just watching your stuff and like seeing what you're doing, but they're not going to tell it to your face. Like I admire you. You're an awesome dude. Yeah. And keep rolling. Do not stop until everyone starts 
like whoa until you're what huge. the hell it just happened to you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, no, I, yeah last point and then we're gonna wrap I I I think every person who messaged me about the pod and obviously thank god it's been happening a lot recently I think you could attest to that bro amazing work keep it up I write back to every single person I said bro I really appreciate this Same. message Same. you know thank you so much like because I do it means a lot to me yeah so yeah I'll I say that every pod the people do not they underestimate what a positive supportive comment they yeah. do whether it's in a business it's in someone's hobby it's in, it's in a relationship anything yeah it, it's the biggest thing it's yeah. so huge literally one message can change someone's life his career everything yeah because he knows at the back of his mind you believe in him yeah yeah and that like yeah. the, there's someone else who sees what he's seeing through his own eyes there's someone yeah. else that's seeing what he's doing it's like yeah. you you got you might have the doubting voice yes correct yeah. correct yeah. Yeah. yeah all right guys um thank you so so much for coming thank on you, Sam Jacobs. i think we dropped a lot of good knowledge on this pod honestly i think this was very very enjoyable yeah. um thanks so much for coming on guys i want to plug him real sam jacobs real sam on jacobs. instagram on instagram what's your website uh samjacobs.org samjacobs.org and they could get all the con the yeah better courses. message me on instagram so we can go over the options and stuff like that like one-on-one -on -one versus a course like it's it depends on what they really want you know awesome. right. i love it okay Dude, much so more much. much more success yeah yeah you guys are gonna blow up like We're i'm gonna open. give you guys the positive word right now so we'll replay when you guys have a hundred thousand followers on instagram like it. You guys are going to go far places because your production's on point. People love what, what they see. Now it's just more and more virality. It's, it's a yeah, triple effect. People really yeah, seem to like the content. So yeah. thank God. Awesome stuff. Okay. Thanks so much, Sam. You Peace out, it. everyone.